0: 7am on the West Coast, 10am on the East Coast, 3pm in London, it's 11 at night in Kyoto, Japan, and in Malaysia, it's 1968. I, wait, not yet, I'm Jay Sheldon, and I'm not wearing pants now, now, yes, A little quick on the trigger there for my producer. (laughs) Hello, everybody. Welcome in. Welcome to Wednesday. Yay. Big, hearty, hi-ho to uh, Wednesday. Actually, here in Malaysia, it's almost over. And uh, we're through the first half of the week. Um, It is still hot. It's still not windy. It's still muggy even at night don't know why it's just the weather system we're in right now haven't had rain again today nothing for rain so my bonsai have needed extra water so that's been my my morning routine water the bonsai catch up on a few podcasts and then get to work luna amethyst welcome into the stream tonight nice to have you along. Uh, got some stuff for your tatty hair and makeup for your cosplay. Cool, that was fun. And you may draw Cliff. Yay, that's me. Thank you. I look forward to seeing it. Welcome in also to all of our, uh, all of our podcast listeners across iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Stitcher, TuneIn, we're everywhere, Pocket Podcast or Pocketcast, Radio.com uh geo sab over in uh, india and we thank you so much for those of you who like and subscribe to our pod podcast we uh we appreciate that very much and thank you the, uh, the download numbers are what matter and they are going up and we appreciate that thank you so much and again a reminder that um, you can always go to patreon.com slash j sheldon that would be me that's our Patreon page over there. You can help support the stream. You can also find a place where we have edited out and uploaded only all the books we've read, all the classic books, The Wizard of Oz, The Velveteen Rabbit, The Little Prince, and more. And they're all there at a special tier level of membership on patreon.com slash Sheldon. And uh, if you join up at the right level then you get access to all of those. Uh, basically, they're like ebooks, and you'll listen to me reading them. I know you can always find it on the podcast for free, but if you want to help to support the show and find a place where it's all been edited out for you so you can just listen to the books, maybe on your on your jog or your walk or your run, um, they're there, and we appreciate your help. <clears throat> Thank you for that. All right. Um, yeah, it's time. Miko Update. (laughs) Time for Miko Update. Miko's doing well. She is, once again, every night. Not just when I'm doing this show, it seems, but every night. She goes in. We have the aircon on in the bedroom. And it's facing right down on the bed. And she loves the aircon. Shiba Inu's, if you don't know... Have a double coat. So they've got this very dense inner coat and then a hairy outer coat. Um, so, you know, hot weather is, you know, it'd be like you wearing a two fur coats in uh, in the weather. By the way, did you see my shirt tonight? I'm back on the Shiba Inu dabbing shirt. Yay! <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Miko is doing well and uh, enjoying life. We gave her some squash pumpkin squash something like that tonight which she seemed to like and the last time we offered it to her she wasn't that interested but maybe she was extra hungry she is getting fat by the way i don't know if you saw her when she was on the stream a couple streams ago but she is now up to 10.3 kilos that's a lot for her and an average female shiba inu is around the high end is usually about nine kilos. So she's 1.3 more than what the high end of the average is. But that's all right, because she's still adorable. And we love her to death. <clears throat> I'll try and get her on the show. I don't think it'll be tonight because she's sleeping in the aircon, But, uh, and, you know, we don't want to disturb the princess. So anyway, we'll try and get her on the show. And by the way, speaking of the show, this is our 90th episode. Yeah, we've done 90 of these bad boys, and um, that means another 10, and we will hit our 100th show. It's no big deal, but it's kind of cool that it's 100, you know, 50th anniversary, 100th show. I'm trying. I am trying to get a very, very special guest for my 100th show. It ain't easy, but I'm working on it. Been working on it for a few days now. Um, I don't want to announce anything because I'm saying at the moment it's about thirty percent it might happen, and that's not very high. But I am working on a very special guest for our one hundredth show. That'll be uh, let's see, well, ten shows from now, whatever day though. I don't even I haven't even looked. Sometime in August, maybe, maybe not sure. All right, uh, on to our thumbnail tonight, which was the stupidity of censorship. Oh, man. And of course, here, um, in the censorship stupid Olympics, I would say that we're trying desperately for that gold medal. We really are. Um, this appeared, and it's going to be a little difficult for you to see. I'm not sure if that's going to be clear or not. But it's from the idiots at CINAR online. So I mean, this basically says that uh, she is going for uh, representing the country, and in spite of the, the little bottom headline says something about in spite of criticism or <clears throat> the crap she has to go through. But this dumbass website slash alleged newspaper—hard <laughs> to call it that—took and if you can see this, let me get my mouse back, pixelated this part of her body in what is otherwise an absolutely incredible picture of her doing a dive. She's obviously one of our divers on the Olympic team and um, what would be an amazing capture. Look at that spray of water from her hair and they've taken and completely ruined and otherwise beautiful picture. uh, So they don't, offend anyone. They basically censored the picture in what I consider to be one of the stupidest most, but this happens all the time. This is like, oh, don't want to offend anybody. You know, well, if you're offended, just don't look. And you're an idiot. Okay? I don't want to give this sorry excuse for an alleged news outlet any more publicity than uh, than it deserves, which is none. But uh, just to point out the fact that These kind of foolish people actually exist. Well, there you go. All right. On the other end of that spectrum, it's not really censorship, but it's a a meme somebody posted or a question they posted. And when I saw this, I thought, I don't think there are any words that I can't stand or phrases. And then the more I thought about it, the more I said, yes, indeed there are. This is from I Heart Naptime, which, you know, it's the story of my life. I love naptime. Um, words or phrases that other people use that you can't stand. Do you have some? I got to believe you do. And if you think to yourself, Nah, there isn't. There's nothing that people say that I, that bug me. You know, here we live in the day of everything offends me. But that's not what we're talking about. These idiots that oh, I'm offended. Yes, yeah, so what? Shut up, sit down. Um, as I thought about it, there was one. Now, there were some replies to this, which also made me think of a few more that do kind of yank my crank. Um, to be honest with you is one. And, you know, this goes back to my days as an internal affairs investigator. I was one of the department's top interrogators. I learned a lot about uh, forensic handwriting analysis, interview and interrogation techniques, all those kind of things as a Internal Affairs uh, for the uh, uh, Sheriff's Department for Monroe County. But that's actually one that can be a tip-off. Not always, but it can be because people use this a lot. And because of those days back with my training, this thought always occurs to me. Whenever someone says to me or I hear somebody say, to be honest with you, and then fill in the blank. Because I ask myself the same question this writer does. Does that mean the rest of the time you were lying? If you say, well, this happened and this happened and I, well, to be honest with you, I wasn't sure, whatever. Well, what do you mean to be honest with me? You mean before you were lying and now you're being honest? That is one that bugs me. Um... Can't get blood from a stone. Eh, that's eh, all right. I mean, that's an old expression. Ah, uh, yeah, here's one. It is what it is. That is, um, yeah, it's not my job. That's a good one. Um, good morning. <laughs> okay, I, I got to tell you about my personal one, and it only happened when I came here to Malaysia. It's similar to, to be honest with you, but but not not really it's you must understand when people are trying to explain something to you or explain why something happened or the reasons for something i this did not happen in my many many decades of growing up in the u.s but here almost everyone says you must understand this, 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 and this. Well, to me, that makes my skin crawl. You must understand. Uh, no, I must not necessarily understand. It's not like it, it, it's. It's not like saying. You have to get this. The way that it's said here is like, you need to understand this regardless i don't care whatever you're thinking you have to understand this you must understand it seems like a simple thing but for some reason that expression every time i hear it and they use it all the time here makes me rage i must no i must not understand especially if what you're telling me is an opinion then i must really not understand because it's your opinion I have mine, you have yours, the next guy has his or hers. So, no, we must not understand. Nevertheless, it is said all the time. You must understand. Shut up and sit down. All right, so (laughs) that is you must understand. Okay, you get it? No, listen, you must understand. (laughs) See, see, that's what I'm talking about. Hang on, coffee time. Okay, that's always weird to the podcast listeners, because they're listening to just the audio, and suddenly I just go dead. Uh, I'm still here. I'm just having a sip. And yes, this is coffee in one of our Miko merchandise you can find on twitch.tv, JSheldonNoPants. It's our 15-ounce coffee mug with Miko and our show logo on the back, and you can pick one up. Over there, along with some other great merch at twitch.tv slash pants. See, I just throw these little things in here and there. Hopefully, somebody will go do that. You know, like our Patreon. Search out Jay Sheldon on Patreon. Support the show. Okay. This story popped up, and I'm going to show you the story, but then I'm going to take it off screen. Because, frankly, for some reason, they've made this a, a – they've mentioned the race – of the people involved, and the story works just as well and is just as funny, if you don't mention the race of the person involved. So this is the post, and this is the woman. Oh, it looks like a, looks like one of the newspapers here had at this uh, picture. They have completely blanked out the naked woman in the taxi. Okay, so anyway, let me get take this off screen because, like I said, they've made this a race thing, and it does not need to be. So I will unrace it and tell you the story very funny the story of the naked woman a fully naked woman goes up in a taxi whose driver is an old man and she has no clothes on and she opens the back door of the taxi and the driver turns around in his seat and looks the woman up and down from top to bottom several times And the worried woman asks the driver of the taxi, have you never seen a naked woman before? And the taxi driver answers, I'm not looking at you because you're naked. I'm worried because I'm watching and watching, and I don't see where you have the money to pay me. (laughs) The moral of the story is focus on business and not the distractions. (laughs) That's a very good story. Naked woman gets in the cab, and the only thing the cab driver thinks is, where do you keep your money? How are you going to pay me? (laughs) Brilliant. Brilliant. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) All right, coming up, of course, we will have the, uh, the Jungle Book for you. We'll continue with our story. Now, we're a little more than halfway through the story of the Jungle Book. That means about this time, we have to start thinking about what book we're going to do next. If you have suggestions, you'll see it across the scroll here. J- uh, NoPants at jsheldon.com, You can email me about anything, really. Stuff we talk about, things you'd like me to talk about you want to react, you want to have an opposing opinion, you can always call in the show on Skype. Just Skype. I'm not wearing pants. You'll find us with this logo over here and um, call into the show. We always welcome phone calls live while we're on the air. But also you can email me, nopants at jsheldon.com, and I reply all your emails. We get quite a few, actually. Hey, Darren Chow, Sandman, Neil Gaiman. I, you know, I tried that, but his stuff is not public uh, domain. I can't read it. I wish that I could because it's brilliant, but I can't uh, I can't do that. I did research that, checked it out. Anyway, pants at jsheldon.com. You want to send me a suggestion, put them in the chat like Darren just did, or uh, yeah, whatever, send me a message on Facebook if you want, even on our No Pants page. You can do it there too, or YouTube, or twitch.tv, any place, by all means. So we also try and pass along little inspirational or funnies and things like that. And I I found this, I rather like this. It's from LL, which is Lim or Lee Musings, I guess it is. I just like to give credit where credit's due here. Yeah, LL Musings. Um, I cannot, listen up, I cannot say that I know everything about life but I can say this there have been times when life has kicked my ass and times when I've kicked its ass there have been moments when I would have chosen death over going on and there have been moments when death chose me at times I've been my own destructor and all I knew was darkness My body was a battleground, and I have more scars than I care to count. I had a closet full of regrets, and a heart full of blades. It all seemed so futile, a sick cycle that would never end, and if there was only one thing I could do. So, I beat down who I was with bloodied fists, and I began feeling proud of who I was becoming. I had earned all the scars that I wore. It was a badass. I was a badass for making it this far, and for that, I could hold my head high. Boom. Nice. Nice. From LL Musings over on Facebook. Found that, saw it, wanted to share it because it's, uh, yeah, it's very nice. And at this point in most of our lives dealing with pandemics and lockdowns and house arrests and all the ridiculous silly rules that, uh, thanks for liking the stream, Darren. All the silly rules that we are forced to live with. Um, Yeah, it's nice to get a little inspiration i found another one wanted to share not to you know wax too philosophical on this same topic but it's nice it really is um i, I love these sort of things and, and frankly i think we need them these days we need more you know instead of oh look how crazy the infected numbers are and how many people have died and you know ooh, wear a mask and all that other stuff once in a while at it, night it's nice to just take a nap or take a break or a pause and think about something else or think and listen to something inspirational. And uh, I do my best to try and pick these out and bring them to you when I can find them. So um, yeah, we've got another one uh, coming up here. Ways to live a life. And uh, some meaningful words here from Jamie Varon. There's so many ways to live a life. Try some people on. Take risks. Reinvent yourself. What is the point in staying the same? Surround yourself with people who support your growth. Grow so much you don't recognize yourself in a year. This is your life. Yours. It's wonderful to be thoughtful to others, but you don't need to cramp down to appease them. There's a difference in being generous as opposed to being a martyr. Nobody deserves a beautiful life more than you do. And I hope you don't cut yourself off from your desires and joy. And if you ever do, that you come home to yourself, you're allowed to dream, you're allowed to pursue. It may be slow. You may need to carve out pockets of stolen time here and there, but you are allowed to reinvent yourself. Become many versions of yourself. Blossom. Bloom. Stand up to your full height. You are not the supporting character in someone else's story. You are the lead. Take it. Those last two lines are so critical. You are not the supporting character in someone else's story. You're the lead in your own story. Take it. Brilliant. We love that. Oh, man. Talk about inspirational writing. That's some. Um, that's amazing. Wow. All right. Um yeah. It is Wednesday night. That means we've got two more work days for the week to go. Yay. And then the weekend comes. Um, It is time now to move on into our uh, our book. Uh, We've done about a half an hour, and we've got uh, about a half an hour to go, maybe a little less. And um, our book has been and will continue to be for a little while, The Jungle Book. This book is like almost everyone we've read, absolutely nothing (laughs) like the movies. It's dark. It's weird. And, you know, I have to tell you, I have to be honest. (laughs) Here you go. To be honest with you, (laughs) referring to something we talked about earlier in the show, Uh, when I saw the film, the animated Disney film of The Jungle Book, I don't ever remember recalling or thinking to myself, this is taking place in India. Although the book does take place in India. And when I was reading this, I realized, yeah, it's set in India. And it just, I don't know why I didn't think of that. They don't really, I don't think the Disney animation of the Jungle Book mentions that it's india you know there isn't like a thing across the screen that says india 1857 or something that i remember i haven't seen the film in ages but um it's just a little weird side note that uh, again because the differences in this book the book is dark the book is not a bubbly you know baloo singing songs and they're dancing in the forest it's a long way from that, folks. Well, yes, of course, Mowgli was an Indian kid. But I don't know, maybe just because I, I grew up pretty blind to race, I didn't think about the fact that Mowgli was Indian. I thought he was just a jungle kid. I don't know. What do I know? I was eight. <laughs> yes, not an American Indian. True. Um... <laughs> Just got to clear my throat so we can get into the book here. And it is indeed the book of The Jungle Book. Rudyard Kipling's amazing novel. And so we will uh, push on, push forward, and go right on and pick up where we left off last time, which was that Shere Khan is dead, the tiger. He's been skinned. And the village people have basically been told by Mowgli, go away. Um, So they have to take the hide and hide it away and also take the buffaloes home and that was what we heard last from Mowgli when he said now we must hide this and take the buffaloes home help me to herd them Akela the herd rounded up in the misty twilight and when they got near the village, Mowgli saw lights and heard the conches and the bells in the temple blowing and banging. Half the village seemed to be waiting for him by the gate. That is because I have killed Sheer Khan, he said to himself. But a shower of stones whistled about his ears, and the villagers shouted, Sorcerer! Wolf's Brat! Jungle demon "'Go away! Go away! "'Get hence quickly, or the priest will turn thee into a wolf again. "'Shoo, Buldeo! Shoo!' "'The old tower musket went off with a bang, "'and a young buffalo bellowed in pain. "'More sorcery!' shouted the villagers. "'He can turn bullets! "'Buldeo, that was thy buffalo!' "'Now what is this?' said Mowgli, bewildered as the stones flew thicker. "'They are not unlike the pack, these brothers of thine,' said Akela, "'sitting down composedly. "'It is in my head that if bullets mean anything, they would cast thee out.' "'Wolf! Wolf's cub! Go away!' shouted the priest, "'waving a sprig of sacred Tulsi plant. "'Again?' Last time it was because I was a man. This time it's because I'm a wolf. Let's go, Aquila. A woman, it was Masua, ran across to the herd and cried, Oh, my son, my son, thou say they art a sorcerer, and you can turn yourself into a beast at will. Well, I, I do not believe, but go away or they will kill thee. Buldeo says thou art a wizard, but I know thou hast avenged Nahu's death. Come back, Masua, shouted the crowd. Come back, or we will stone thee. Mowgli laughed a short, ugly laugh, for a stone had hit him in the mouth. Run back, Masua. This is one of the foolish tales they tell under the big tree at dusk. I have at at least paid for thy son's life. Farewell, and run quickly, for I shall send the herd in more swiftly than their brickbats. I am no wizard, Masua. Farewell. Now, once more, Akela, he cried, bring the herd in. The buffaloes were anxious enough to get to the village. They hardly needed Akela's yell, but... "'Charged through the gate like a whirlwind, "'scattering the crowd right and left. "'Keep count,' shouted Mowgli scornfully. "'It may be that I have stolen one of them. "'Keep count, for I will do your hurting no more. "'Fare you well, children of men, "'and thank Messua that I do not come in with my wolves "'and hunt you up and down your street.' "'He turned on his heel and walked away with the lone wolf, and as he looked up at the stars, he felt happy. No more sleeping in traps for me. Let's get Shere Khan's skin and go away. No, we will not hurt the village, for Masua was kind to me. When the moon rose over the plain, making it look all milky, the horrified villagers saw Mowgli, with two wolves at his heel and a bundle on his head, trotting across at the steady wolf's trot that eats up the long miles like fire. Then they banged the temple bells and blew the conches louder than ever, and Masua cried and Buldeo embroidered the story of his adventures in the jungle, till he ended by saying that Akela stood up on his hind legs and walked like a man, The moon was just going down when Mowgli and the two wolves came to the hill of the Council Rock, and they stopped at Mother Wolf's cave. "'They have cast me out from the man-pack, Mother,' shouted Mowgli, "'but I come with the hide of Shere Khan to keep my word.' Mother walked stiffly from the cave with her cubs behind her, and her eyes glowed as she saw the skin." I told him on that day, when he crammed his head and shoulders into his cave, hunting for thy life. Little frog, I told him that the hunter would be the hunted. It is well done. Little brother, it is well done, said a deep voice in the thicket. We were lonely in the jungle without thee, and Bagheera came running to Mowgli's bare feet. They clambered up the council rock together and Mowgli spread the skin out on the flat stone where Akela used to sit and pegged it down with four sl- slivers of bamboo and Akela lay down upon it and called the old call to the council look look well o oh wolves and exactly as had he had called when Mowgli was first brought there. Ever since Aquila had been deposed, the pack had been without a leader, hunting and fighting at their own pleasure. But they answered the call from habit, and some of them were lame from the traps they'd fallen into, and some limped from shot wounds, and some were mangy from eating bad food, and many were missing. But they came to the council rock, all that were left of them, and saw Shere Khan's striped hide on the rock and the huge claws dangle at the end of empty dangling feet. It was then that Mowgli made up a song that came up in his throat all by itself, and he shouted it aloud, leaping up and down on the rattling skin and beating time with his heels until he had no more breath left. While Grey Brother and Akela howled between the verses. Look well, O wolves, have I kept my word? said Mowgli. And the wolves bade Yes. And one tattered wolf howled, Lead us again, O Akela. Lead us again, O man cub. For we be sick of this lawlessness, and we would be the free people once more. "'Nay,' purred Bagheera, "'that may not be. "'When ye are full-fed, the madness may come upon you again. "'Not for nothing are ye called the free people. "'Ye fought for freedom, and it is yours. "'Eat it, O wolves.' "'Man-pack and wolf-pack have cast me out,' said Mowgli. "'Now I will hunt alone in the jungle.' And we will hunt with thee, said the four cubs. So Mowgli went away and hunted with the four cubs in the jungle from that day on. But he was not always alone, because years afterward, he became a man and married. But that is a story for grown-ups. And this is Mowgli's song that he sang at the Council Rock when he danced on Shere Khan's hide. The song of Mowgli I, Mowgli am singing, let the jungle listen to the things I have done. Shere Khan said he would kill, would kill, at the gates and the twilight, that he would kill Mowgli the frog. He ate and he drank, drink deep, Shere Khan, for when wilt thou drink again? Sleep, and dream of the kill. I am alone on the grazing grounds. Gray brother, come to me. Come to me, lone wolf, for there is a big game afoot. Bring up the great bull buffaloes, the blue-skinned herd bulls with the angry eyes. Drive them to and fro as I order. Sleepest thou still, Shere Khan? Wake, oh wake, here I come. And the bulls are behind. Rama the king of the buffaloes stamped with his foot. Waters of the Wangunga whither went Shir Khan. He is not Iki to dig holes nor Mao the peacock that he should fly. He is not Mang the bat to hang in the branches. Little bamboo that creaked together. Tell me where he ran. Oh, there he is! Uh Ahoo, there he is! Under the feet of Rama lies the lame one. Up, Shere Khan! Up and kill! Here is meat! Break the necks of the bulls! He is asleep. We will not wake him, for his strength is very great. The kites have come down to see it. The black ants have come up to know it. There is a great assembly. "'in his honor. akila I have no cloth to wrap me. "'The kites will see that I am naked. "'I am ashamed to meet all these people. "'Lend me thy coat, Shere Khan. "'Lend me thy gay-striped coat "'that I may go to the council rock. "'By the bull that brought me, "'I made a promise, a little promise. "'Only thy coat is lacking.' before I keep my word. With the knife, with the knife that men use, me his coat for the love that he bears me. Pull, gray brother, pull, Akilah. Heavy is the hide of Shere Khan. Through the night, through the night, run swiftly with me, my brothers. We will leave the lights of the village and go to the low moon. Waters of the Wangunga, the man-pack, have cast me out. I did them no harm, but they were afraid of me. Why? Wolf-pack, ye have cast me out too. The jungle is shut to me, and the village gates are shut. Why? As mang flies between the beasts and the birds, so fly I between the village and the jungle. Why? I dance on the hide of Shere Khan, but my heart is very heavy. My mouth is cut and wounded with the stones from the village, but my heart is very light, because I have come back to the jungle. Why? These two things fight together in me, as the snakes fight in the spring. The water comes out of my eyes. Yet I laugh while it falls. Why? I am two Mowglis, but the hide of Shere Khan is under my feet. All the jungle knows that I have killed Shere Khan. Look, look well, O wolves. Aye, my heart is heavy, but the things I do not Understand. Whoa, I told you this was dark. (laughs) Dang. Oh, man. All right, next time up, we're going to continue on with the Jungle Book. It's a new chapter called The White Seal. Not a part of the film that I remember. (laughs) But anyway, That'll be coming up next time from Rudyard Kipling's The Jungle Book. Amazing. Wow. All right, guys. Hey, uh, Srira. Chase Sampson. I'm sorry. I screwed up your name. All is well. Thank you. And thanks for the hello. Thanks for stopping by. I appreciate the, uh, the hello. All right, guys, that's going to do it for tonight. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your week and the rest of your day. If you're on that part of the planet, uh, don't forget to like and support, share our, not only our stream, but also go to patreon.com slash jsheldon. Sheldon. You'll find us there. You can help to support the stream by joining up. And also on rumble.com J Sheldon, no pants, check us out there if you want to watch the video playback and you get if you're listening on the podcast, you can see all the video version of uh, of our crazy show. So that's going to do it. Until next time, thank you for watching. I am Jay Sheldon, and I'm not wearing pants. Good night, everybody. <laughs>